Welcome back to the Unleash Podcast. I'm your host, Mandela. I hope that you were impacted by this previous podcast I let out last week. If you hadn't had a chance to listen to it, I highly encourage you to listen to it because I just want to continue to challenge you to grow and stretch your faith because what I talked about last week has to do about what you're feeding your soul. What are you putting into your body? Not necessarily about uh, the physical things we need for our body. We obviously all need to eat in order to survive. But even more than that, we need God's word in order to truly thrive. I need you to hear me clearly. We need food to survive, but we need the word of God to absolutely thrive. And without God's word, we're going to find ourselves um, starving our spirit, our soul will be starving from what it needs and nourishes us. So check out last week's podcast if you haven't. Share a review, comment, let me know what you think. I really appreciate all of you who have been faithful to listen and to share. It means a lot to me. So thank you for continuing to support. I'm excited for what God has put on my heart as I was praying and what I want to share with you and challenge you and support you, equip you to become all that God has created you to be. So if you're listening or you're watching, get ready, get set, let's get going. Last weekend, we just celebrated Pentecost Sunday. For those of you who are new to the Christian world, or maybe you've been a Christian for a long time and you have no idea what this whole Pentecost Sunday is all about, or you've had a bad experience, or I don't know what it is that comes to your mind when you hear Pentecost Sunday, but really Pentecost Sunday, it's it's a looking back when Jesus left this earth when the Son of God who walked on this earth left this earth and he told his disciples, his followers, I'm not going to leave you alone. He said this in the book of John in chapter, you see it in 14, I believe, and also in chapter uh, 16. He, God, he says, look, I'm not leaving you alone. I'm going to leave you with a helper, the Holy Spirit, an advocate, a counselor. There's so many different definitions that come up because that's how awesome and how great the Holy Spirit, God in us. So Jesus says, I'm going to leave you with the Holy Spirit so that you will be empowered to do what you've been called to do in this earth while I'm gone to be in heaven with the Father, God the Father. So Pentecost Sunday is when that has begun when the Holy Spirit came down 50 days after the Passover, when Jesus also gets crucified, we see the disciples all in a gathering together in the same place. And um, in Acts chapter 2, you see the account that they were together on the day of Pentecost. It says, all the believers were meeting together and the Holy Spirit comes upon them, just like Jesus promised. But I, I want to touch on a different part of scripture Um that really highlights what happens when the Holy Spirit comes upon your life. One of the greatest evidence of the Holy Spirit working in your life is your boldness to be a witness for the kingdom of God. I want to say that again. One of the greatest evidence that you have been filled with the Holy Spirit and you are moving in authority and power of the Holy Spirit is your witness for Jesus. Because 
I'm going to share with you the word of God, and we're going to unpack this together because I want to encourage you. I want to challenge you to be all that God has created you to be. I want you to move from milk to meat. You hear, you hear the author in Hebrews say, don't be stuck on milk. Don't be like a baby that's stuck on the same thing over and over again and not moving forward in your faith and not growing up. I want you to grow up so you can show up in this world on fire for God, not perfect, none of us are, but moving in the mighty power of the Holy Spirit and being a bold witness for the kingdom of God. Can I get an amen? Wherever you at, because this is for you. This is for me and this is for you. I want you to go to your Bibles. If you have a chance, go to the Bible because every time I share a podcast, I don't want you to think that this is Mandela's great idea, Mandela's thoughts. I want to show you the word of God and I want you to wrestle with the word of God. I want you to go and read it for yourself. I want you to read what comes before and what comes after. I want you to ask questions. I want you to challenge me if you disagree because I don't want you just to take my word, go to the word of God and read it for yourself. And I hope that if you receive it, you would apply it in your life. Go to Acts chapter one, okay? Acts of the Apostles, uh, a book written by the uh, disciple Luke, who was also a doctor, and he was sharing his account of uh, what happened in the life when Jesus leaves this earth and uh, the apostles and disciples, the first followers of Jesus, go and begin to share the gospel, the good news, to all the people around them. I want us to go to Acts chapter 1, starting at verse 6. Acts chapter 1, starting at verse 6. If you would read, if you're driving, please be safe. Just listen to my voice, and you can follow this reference later, okay? Acts chapter 6, uh, sorry, Acts chapter 1, starting at verse 6. So when the apostles were with Jesus... They kept asking him, Lord, has the time come for you to free Israel and restore our kingdom? He replied, the father alone has the authority to set those dates and times, and they are not for you to know. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you will be my witnesses telling people about me everywhere in Jerusalem, throughout Judea, in Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. So here in this part of the story of the beginning of the church is what we're going to see here is the, the start and the movement of the church of God. Jesus is about to leave the earth and ascend to heaven. And his disciples are like, yo, Jesus, are you about to restore the nation of Israel? like physically, and because the Roman Empire had authority and control over Israel at that time. The Roman uh, uh, Empire stretched across many lands, and Israel was under Roman rule. So the people of Israel were always hoping that this Messiah, this Savior, would come and free them from Roman rule. And so the disciples were like, wow, we saw you do all these miracles. We saw you be raised from the dead. Jesus died and he was just raised from the dead. So they're like, you are God. You are truly God. You are the son of God that came to save the world. So they thought, yo, you're about to save us too from this Roman rulers, right? Right? He's like, wrong. <laughs> That's not what I want you to be focusing on. He says, yes, my God, yes, I have authority and power to know how to do all that and take care of that. But this is not the time for that. 
He says, what you need right now is the Holy Spirit. I want you, even if you're watching this or listening to this, if you have a moment, again, if you're driving, please don't close your eyes, but maybe just reflect as you're driving. I want you to take a moment to really think and say, what is the Holy Spirit doing in my life right now? What is the Holy Spirit doing in my life right now through me, in me? Am I surrendered to the Holy Spirit? Am I experiencing the power of the Holy Spirit? God said to his disciples, don't worry about the end of times. Don't worry about this and that. What you need to be thinking about is that you are about to receive the Holy Spirit, God in you, the power of God. Because he says, when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, you will receive power. I don't know about you, but I need more power in my life. And not the kind of power to um, have control over people and be arrogant and do things my way. Because some people have misused power for their own selfish purposes. We see it in our world today. Governments misuse power. We see um, leaders misuse power. We see church leaders misuse power. We have seen the world over history misuse power. But I need you to understand, as according to the word of God, you need power. I need you to declare that out loud so you can really receive it for yourself. You need power. Say, I need power. I cannot continue to make my phone calls with my cell phone and my text messages, check my calendar on my phone unless there is power on this phone. If I just let it run out, it eventually will die. And if I let it stay dead, it is useless. It is still a cell phone. It is still the same value of a cell phone. It still has all the same parts as a cell phone, but it's not functioning fully to what it's been created and designed to do. I need you to hear me. For those of you watching and listening to this right now, you have been created and designed to move in mighty power through the Holy Spirit and here's exactly what God says you will be and do. He says, when you receive power, when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, you will be my witnesses. I want you to say that out loud wherever you are. Witnesses. I am a witness. What is a witness? A witness is telling people about me everywhere. Who's the me in here? Jesus. He says, you will be my witnesses Telling people about Jesus everywhere you go. He, he made it clear it's everywhere. In Jerusalem, throughout Judea, in Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. When you chose to surrender your life to Jesus, ask him to forgive your sins. If you're a Christian and you're listening to this or watching this, and you said, I'm going to put my trust in you, Jesus, for the salvation of my soul. I can't save myself. I can't fix myself. I'm going to trust in the Son of God who loves me, who died for me, and gave himself for me. I receive your grace and mercy, and I give my life to you. For those of you who made that decision, got baptized, and you've made a commitment to follow Jesus, well, you have a responsibility. 
You and I have a great responsibility as children of God. When you received the Holy Spirit, if you received the Holy Spirit, because I'm going to pray for you if you have not been filled with the Holy Spirit. Because when you gave your life to Jesus, everybody has the Holy Spirit to some degree. When I say to some degree, I mean, excuse me. When I say the Holy Spirit to some degree, I'm saying is that you have the Holy Spirit as a seal, a promise that God is with you for eternity. But what happens so often in the life of a believer is we are not operating in the power of the Holy Spirit because we're not allowing the Holy Spirit to fill our lives. When I say fill our lives, we're not allowing the Holy Spirit to lead, guide us, and do what He wants to do through us. We are in control. We're taking the reins. And I need you to know that that is not going to help you fulfill the purpose and plans that God has for your life. You need to allow the Holy Spirit to take control. That's why you see even in Galatians, uh, Paul says in Galatians, and I believe in chapter 5, Galatians 5, he says, walk by the Spirit. He didn't say walk by Mandela's ways. Walk by your mama's ways, walk by your boyfriend's ways, walk by your girlfriend's ways, walk by my teacher's ways. Doesn't mean you can't have role models, doesn't mean you can't have mentors, doesn't mean you can't be influenced by other people. That all plays a part. But the Bible says, walk by the Spirit and then you won't fulfill the lusts of the flesh, because there is a war going on in your body and mind. When you are in control, then what happens is you will eventually begin to feed more on the lusts of your flesh. The lust, lust means strong desire. You'll begin to give in to those strong desires for more for money, more for career, more for my family, more for money. Um, Money comes up a lot. That's why I even had to say it twice. More for... um, uh, attention and fame, more for, um, I mean, you fill in the blanks, more for security, because so often we want to feel secure. So whatever we need to do to fill up in that strong desire, the lust, more for pleasure, sexual pleasure, food pleasure, entertainment pleasure. If we take the reins and we are led, uh, we are in the, uh, ste- we're the one in the, uh, who have the hold of the steering wheel and we're in control, we're going to find ourselves disappointed and not fulfilling God's purpose and plans for our lives. So as we think about Pentecost Sunday that just happened, when the Holy Spirit came upon God's followers, the disciples, the early followers of Jesus and the apostles, Jesus says, you will receive power. You need the power of the Holy Spirit to overcome the struggles that are working on going on the inside of you because temptations still come. You're human. You're going to find yourself discouraged from time to time. You're going to find yourself wondering, how do I get through this situation? Well, you need to lean on the Holy Spirit and his power. God wants you to be filled with the Holy Spirit with power so you could be a bold and confident witness for the kingdom of God. Telling people about Jesus everywhere. So can I ask you this honest question? I want to be honest on this podcast. I want to be authentic. I want to be real with you. So please be real with me. When's the last time that you told somebody about Jesus? And here's what I'm going to say. When I say told somebody somebody about Jesus, when's the last time you talked to somebody about your faith 
and in a way where you help them understand who Jesus is, what he's done for you, and how they should surrender their life to Jesus too. Because it's one thing to say, yeah, I'm a Christian, I love God, and you tell about these things you do in life and church and, and how you know you believe Jesus is so great and all that. And that's good too. Don't, tell, don't, don't stop doing that. But I'm talking about telling people about Jesus everywhere. And as you will see, if you continue to read the book of Acts, it means preaching and declaring the gospel, the good news that Jesus Christ is the Son of God who came down on this earth to die for the sins of the world, but was raised from the dead for our salvation. So when you put your trust in him, when you repent of your sins, when you acknowledge that you are a broken sinner and you need saving, you can turn your heart towards Jesus for the forgiveness of your sins and put your trust in his death and resurrection you have salvation. You get this amazing gift of life and by the grace of God. When's the last time you shared that good news with somebody? For so many of us, we can't even think. We can't remember. It's probably been so long. And if you have recently, I'm so, so, I'm so excited. I'm so happy for you because I want you to continue to be that bold witness. Be encouraged. Now, I'm not here to judge or shame you if you've been uh, very silent about your faith, but I do want to challenge you. You are called by God himself, Jesus himself, to be a bold witness through the power of the Holy Spirit. You don't have to rely on your own strength. In fact, it's when we rely on our own strength, our own reasoning is why we get uh, lost in our own minds. We get crippled by fear. We worry about what people will think. And we start to wonder, what what are we going to say? And we get overwhelmed. But if you make an intentional decision to allow the Holy Spirit to fill up your life, to guide you and lead you, you will receive power. You will be moved in power. And the Holy Spirit will give you the words to say. He will give you the words to say. Read the book of Acts. That's actually one of my challenges for you in this coming week, uh, in this coming week, and hopefully for you the rest of your coming month in June. Spend time reading the book of Acts. Spend time reading the accounts of the apostles. Will we do everything the exact same way they did? No. God is not saying you're going to be exactly like Paul, exactly like Peter, exactly like Thomas or whatever. You are going to be what God's called you to be, but you are going to have an example of what it looks like to be led by the Spirit of God, to be bold for the kingdom of God so that others would know the truth that would ultimately set them free. We need the Holy Spirit in our lives. You cannot make a difference in this world in your own strength. You will do some good things and people will applaud you. We have a lot of great figures in history that have done great things in the name of their God or in the name of their own, or the name of charity or whatever. And a lot of nice and good things have happened. But what I say, you will not be able to do uh, what God has created you to do without the power and the work of the Holy Spirit is because God has a specific mission for Christians. It's about the kingdom of God. It's about bringing people to be a part of the kingdom of God because this earth will ultimately eventually fade away. We want people to be a part of God's kingdom. So my question for you is how broken are you for the lost? How broken are you for those who are lost and stumbling in the dark? How broken are you for those who are lost in their brokenness, in false ideologies, in confusion, 
in whatever sickness, whatever, how broken are you for those who do not know Jesus? I want to challenge you. This is where I believe it ultimately can begin. I want you to ask yourself, when was the last time in my private prayer life, I asked God to break my heart for what breaks his? I want you to ask yourself, is my heart breaking for what God's heart breaks for? Is my heart broken for those who are lost and stumbling in darkness? Is my heart broken for those who are fighting and struggling in marriages who are about to give up on each other and not trusting in the Lord for their marriage? Is my heart not broken for this generation that is confused with so many options of identities? Is my heart not broken for the woman or the young girl who doesn't want to keep the baby that they're having on the inside of them because the world around them says you can do whatever you want with your body, it's your right? Is your heart not broken for the division in politics? Are you liberal? Are you conservative? Are you Democrat? Are you Republican? Are you, what are you? And instead of finding a way to be united in faith, we're so divided. There's so many issues in our world, but are you broken for what God's heart breaks for? You won't know what breaks God's heart unless you get into God's presence, read his word, discover what he says about who you are, who he is, and be filled with the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit is going to use you and move you to reach those who are broken and lost, to help encourage those who are fighting and struggling in their marriages, to help those who are young and confused with their identity, and to to show them what God says about who they are. Would you be willing to let God break your heart? Because if you let God break your heart for what his heart breaks for, you will be moved with compassion. You'll be moved with love and grace and mercy. You'll be moved with the Holy Spirit. You'll be moved with truth in your heart and your lips. I want to challenge you. Let the Lord God Almighty break your heart for what breaks his. If you allow God to break your heart for what breaks his, you will be moved with the Holy Spirit Spirit's power, and you will be bold witnesses for the kingdom of God. But it starts in that secret place, in that private place where you pray and you're alone with God. And it's you and God opening up your Bible, read the word of God, be reminded even in Acts, like we just read in chapter one, Jesus said, when you become a Christian, when you follow Jesus, he will give you a helper, the Holy Spirit, and you will receive power. You need the Spirit's power to be a bold witness for the kingdom of God. You cannot reach this broken world, lost people, on your own strength and your own wisdom. You need to wrestle with God in prayer and invite the Holy Spirit to lead you and guide you. Allow the Holy Spirit to fill you. Allow the Holy Spirit to empower you. Surrender yourself to the work of the Holy Spirit because God in you is greater than your own understanding, your own wisdom, your own plans. I promise you, if you allow the Holy Spirit to take control, let him guide you. The Bible says, walk by the Spirit. If you allow the Holy Spirit to take the lead, he will give you the words to say. He will give you the insight, the discernment, so that you can be a powerful witness for the kingdom of God in this broken world that is struggling, that is lost in darkness. The Holy Spirit will use you to bring good news to a broken world. You just got to say yes, surrender, be filled up with the Holy Spirit. Spirit, this is your time. Don't waste any more time. Let the Holy Spirit do what he needs to do in your life. God has something so great in store for you and for every believer who's saying, yes, 
Use me. Use me, God. So I want to say, go read the book of Acts. This is my challenge for you. Spend time in it and ask God to do what he needs to do in your heart, to do some heart surgery, to break your heart, and so that he can use you in this broken world. If you have any questions, any feedback, comments, please let me know. Put it in the comments in the channel that you're watching in YouTube. Uh, share uh, your reviews on the platform you're listening to. Email me at thisismandela at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. I want to hear about your stories of transformation. What is God doing in your life? I'm so excited. Let the Holy Spirit lead you, empower you, and guide you. Get ready, get set, get going. We'll see you next week.